Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast on selling with HubSpot. We have here Fiorella Cardenas, who is uh, the sales manager for the Southern Cone of Latin America uh, in the HubSpot sales team. Uh, Fiorella, could you tell us a bit about, about your experience with HubSpot, your experience with sales, uh, how you came to your position? I know it's, it's a very fascinating uh, journey you've had there. Um, yeah, yeah, could you elaborate a bit on So I started at HubSpot back in 2017 as a BDR for the Latin America team. At that point, we were a very small team. Um, and from there, I promoted to be an account executive. I, was, I worked in Latin America for about a year and a half before making a complete uh, change within HubSpot, uh, within the sales org. So up until then, I had only sold the HubSpot in Spanish to a developing market, um, to net new customers. And I pivoted to sell HubSpot to install base only, so an existing book of customers only in English to North America. So it was a completely drastic change. Uh, after that, the, the, that particular team ended up being absorbed into our account executive team. So uh, another change, selling both to net new customers and to install base. And then after that, um, I switched over to be a BDR manager for our mid-market team. And after that, I switched over to be a South Cone manager for LATAM again. All right. So kind awesome. of a full circle. Yeah, yeah, journey. absolutely. Now, um, so throughout this journey, I mean, you, you've seen just about everything. Uh, have you noticed like any differences within like the Latin American market and the American market? Yeah. So in the American market, you're selling a lot to businesses that are using competitors. So, you know, probably using one of our, our major competitors. And in LATAM, you're more selling to businesses that have used something, uh, not really a fully developed CRM, maybe something that they built in-house or an Excel sheet or- We've seen a lot of those, yeah. Nothing at all. Uh, and you're more selling them on the change of, of what, what transforming their process and organizing things would look like. And in North America, you're more selling to well, what's the value prop of HubSpot? You know, why would you, why would you want to do things differently? Why would you want to have something all in one? Um, and how, how, how different things would look like in HubSpot? That, that, that is a very fascinating difference. Uh, yeah, I think I, I can relate with that. Absolutely. And uh, like, what, what's, uh, what's your approach? Like, how do you approach both uh, like different uh, aspects? Like uh, whether somebody already has uh, like a CRM software that they're using, and maybe they're not fully happy with it uh, versus somebody who doesn't have a process, doesn't have a CRM. Yeah. Uh, how do you approach either one? I think it all boils down to the discovery. I think at the end of the day, if you run a good discovery process, you're, you're gonna have a good value prop anyway. So if they're using X competitor, then it's understanding and, and actively listening, you know, actively, actively listen and look for, look to understand what needs to happen that's not happening or what needs to stop happening that's happening within their their day-to-day -day. and you know where does their process break down and understanding how these things are impacting uh the business like going going back to the business proposition and how these things are impacting the specific person that you're talking to so that's how you kind of went over a, a champion it's understanding you know what's relevant to them so when you're selling more the, 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 the dream of inbound or the dream of the, the uh, CRM system, if you will, that is more of a change management sale. So it's understanding that 
it, these things are going to be really different, but is it worth it for you? Kind of giving them pushback and being like, you know, if you have this uh, in-house built sort of Mickey Mouse CRM and you've been using it or if you've been using your spreadsheet, what makes you want something different now? And like kind of understanding the the different people that are the the different stakeholders like how would this help each one and ultimately how does this change help the business become more profitable um so it's really and understanding that's if the, the pain, key right it's yeah. it's like you're, you're really more of a consultant but like you want to understand that you said it like the profitability and it's, it's like all around it's not just like the sales team but everybody in their team how can this benefit them overall yeah and you got to get to know them uh, it's yeah. not just like you're not just selling a tool, you're you're understanding them and yeah. seeing if, if what you're selling is the right fit for that. Exactly. And a bit of a hot take, but I'm not a I'm not really a big fan of selling against specific competitors like as like, okay, like you need to know everything that's wrong with this competitor. Because at the end of the day, the sale, like if I'm here to consult you on on HubSpot on whether we're a good fit for your business, then I need to understand your business and I need to understand where your process is broken. Right. And, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of HubSpot competitors and, and there's some really good ones too. And, and that's, that's perfectly okay. And you don't want to say like, no, no, this one is terrible. You're more like, yeah, we just want to find out if, if HubSpot can, can provide value for right. you. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, and that makes it so you're more trustworthy as well. Like uh, if, if you approach yeah. them in that open uh, mindset framework uh, where you're really concern about yeah. their needs, uh, their wants, their problems. I like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, now, any challenges that you see uh, when selling HubSpot, um, both in Latin America and in the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, in the U.S., it was it was a lot more. These systems are so ingrained into our processes that it's going to be such a pain to to remove them and it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of life like a lot of life work it's going to be expensive it's not going to be pretty and it, it's going to take some time but i think that the big thing there is you know if you're working with a, a company that will actually if you've done a good job at a discovery at, at your discovery process and you got to the point where you really understand how this change is going to help them be more profitable and you've communicated that and and they're aligned in that then it's a matter of understanding, well, okay, what, what is this process going to look like? And am I in good hands to help me with this process? Whether that means having my team trained a certain way, whether that means, you know, I need to, I need to budget for certain things and I need to, 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 to kind of taper expectations so that I know what to expect in the transition period. Um, so that I would say was more for the U.S. market. In LATAM, uh, as far as selling HubSpot, you know, there's a lot of volatility. Uh, there's there's a lot of volatility in the market. You kind of never know what's going to happen. Argentina, what two and a half weeks ago, we woke up and the the, the value of the peso to the dollar dipped twenty percent, and you know that's going to impact business. But at the end of the day, if you have a solid value prop, if you're listening to your customers, and if your solution can solve, like it all it all boils down to the discovery and understanding like what is actually missing in their day to day and their process, um, and their their go to market strategy that will actually change things and help them be more profitable and, and, and helping them understand that that transition, what, what that's going to look like, how that's going to help. And if you've done a good job at your discovery, at that point, you should know, like your prospects should know if this is worthwhile for them or not. I love it. I love it. And, and so we've talked a lot of, about the discovery. I think you've, you've, you've done a bit of a deep dive, but 
I want to go even deeper. Um, like, how would you advise someone to properly run a, a like a good discovery? What are those like um, I don't know key indicators that 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 would be a giveaway to you that yeah they've done a good job they they've got to know this company. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything that that helps you identify that that was a good discovery? Yeah, I mean. I generally try to avoid thinking about it as a checklist, but if I had to to list certain things, I'd say some some pain point, a, a challenge that pertains to how the business can either make more money or run something more efficiently or uh, control and, and uh, reduce costs or reduce risks. So if you have a pain point and you've communicated it and your prospect understands how your solution will help them make more money, gain more efficiency, or cut costs and uh, reduce risk for their business, then you're, you're, you're in a pretty decent position. Um, and then another another point is, do you have everybody involved? Like, have you multi-threaded? Do you have enough people in the business? Because the biggest thing that you wanna avoid doing is confusing your prospects, your, your champion's enthusiasm for the business's pain. So a pretty good indicator is that you have a couple of people on board, you have a team that is on board. And you're always gonna have detractors, but as long as the, the folks who are on board um, have a clear understanding of the value prop and they're aligned and that this could help the business in some kind of critical way, uh, which boils down to those four, the, the risk, the money, or uh, the efficiency and the cost, then you're in a pretty decent spot. Love it, love it, yeah. awesome. Any last uh, tips for somebody who's starting in sales, uh, and, like somebody just joined your team, what would you recommend they do? I'd say the biggest thing is be curious, like be curious, Try to seek to understand things, seek to understand why things are the way they are and use the resources that you have at your disposal, yeah. figure out what resources you have at your disposal. Um, have a good capacity, like just especially at HubSpot, take care of your capacity. That's like the, the accounts that you have in, under your name that you can work. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is be curious about things. Don't be afraid to challenge, speak up, come up with different ideas. And, you know, you don't win anything by doing the same thing over and over again. You know, you win things by thinking outside the box and uh, yeah, HubSpot's a good place to do that. Love it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Cool. Thank you guys. Thanks. All right. Cool.